foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. 1 Peter 2.2 says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the Word, that you may grow up into salvation. Now, as we've talked about our identity in Christ, knowing who we are in Christ, as Second Corinthians 5.17 says that if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature, we come into that relationship as a babe. And being a babe in Christ, it is through the nourishment of the word that we grow. Just as a baby needs the nourishment of the milk to grow up, we need the nourishment of the word to grow. Sharon, that nourishment from the scriptures is really where we are given our instructions as to grow in confidence, knowing what's required of us and what has already been done for us. Mm -hmm. And I think about that as we would give an illustration on the military. Okay. You don't have a general enlist as a general he enlists at a more entry level and a lower classification and then he grows into his position as a general where he is in charge and command and likewise we as children in the body of christ have been given what we need but then we need to learn how to appropriate it and that is a growth process So the Lord's called us to be warriors in his army, not to stay babes in Christ. Well, Sharon, you've just really caused us to go over to the warrior book in Ephesians chapter 6. Okay. And he says that finally, after he's told you everything that you have because of him, because of the cross, because of what he chose to do before the foundations of the world, because of defeating the enemy and instructing us how to fight the enemy. Right. He finally says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We are to know the wiles of the enemy uh, regarding the subtlety of our flesh patterns. So the wiles of the enemy can even be the traits of our own flesh. So we need to know and identify some of those traits of our own flesh so that we can stand against the workings of the enemy within our own soul. Absolutely. Well said. Okay. So Sharon, what are some of the things that can weaken your reasoning in thinking with the mind of Christ Can you give me an example of what could weaken our reasoning 
in not listening to the instructions that are in the Word of God? How about fear? Oh, excellent. Fear of the unknowns, fear of rejection. Failure. Fear of failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. John 17. As Jesus Christ prayed, Father, that they would be in us and we in them the way you and I are. Right. There is no fear in the relationship between God the Father and God the Son. Mm -hmm. And then he also says in many different places that we could quote, that we need to know him. That's Philippians 3.10. And we don't know him in fear. We know him in the power of his resurrection. Yes. But that includes partaking in the fellowship of his sufferings. And I'm going to make a sidebar here. Most of what we learn, Sharon, we learn in our failures. But we so fear our failures that we nullify our faith. Oh, my goodness. And then we wonder why we're miserable. Well, you know, and you speak at the general. If the general was always referring back to his failures as a private or his entry-level position, then he would never be able to command the military. And part of his instructions was learning how to recognize the enemy, and he had to be able to identify the ways the enemy would move and operate so that he would know how to intercept their evilness to overcome so that he could win the war. So if we're aware that those fears are there, then we know that the enemy is at work. Yes, I'm glad you said that the way you did, because sometimes we don't recognize it as fear. Mm -hmm. But if we are doubting, distrusting, living in defeat or depression or despair or disillusionment, all of those have a fear basis. Okay. And we do have a lot of precious people that are under the bondage of depression, and they don't know why. Right. And we need to be aware that sometimes the depression that they may be experiencing is trying to follow through with the instructions that their parents had taught them, but their parents were also battling depression. So you pass on the learning attributes from somebody who is already in bondage and they just pass their bondage on to you and you don't ever know it because it's what your parents taught you. Right, right. That makes sense. And so then one of the ways we can tell that we may be entrapped in this kind of bondage is because the tenderness of our conscience doesn't function right. So you're saying that maybe we become calloused to the needs of others or to the tenderness of God, that we're not as moved by him anymore? Well, and one of the ways that can be evident is just in our harshness towards someone that doesn't agree with us. Mm. Or our desire to just get away from somebody who's an irritant. 
Right. That doesn't go along with the tenderness of the heart of God. Okay. And we can harden our conscience, Mm -hmm. really, according to Romans 2, by the way we judge another person or even the way we think we're discerning. I've learned a very painful lesson, and that is when the Lord brings a few people of like mind that have a criticism towards me, my natural entity is to get defensive. Right. On the other hand, it may be the tenderness of the Lord showing me a blindness that he's letting me see in others right that he wants me to recognize in myself so that first of all i can deal with my insensitivity and then i can intercede for others that he's brought into my life because right. he doeth all things well he's positive in every situation i can trust him in my faith walk even when issues hurt and i want to be defensive on them and more than likely If I want to run from the people that are causing me discomfort, those should be warning signs that my conscience is trying to tell me something and I'm not listening. Hmm. Okay. Well, that should help us to see the ways that the enemy is working in our lives. And let's don't ever forget that if we have an obscure sense of who God is and obscure could be like looking through a dirty filter and you see him you know he is savior you know he's lord you know he's eternal but you just don't really see him clearly mm. it's like there's kind of a fog you you see the image you see the outline you see the principle but you just really don't see him. And I think a good example is when Peter walked on water. He saw the Lord Jesus in his fullness, but then there was an obscure wave that came rushing in, and Peter looked at the wave rather than looking at God walking on the water, and what happened? He sank. Right. Right. So... Part of our instruction in knowing who we are is to know who God is. So when we get our eyes off of the Lord and start looking at the pastor or looking at the pastor's wife or the other ladies in the church or, I mean, the list could go on. And we compare our service to their service or our lives to their lives, then we know that we are replacing God and he is becoming obscure in our life. We're not able to see him as clearly when we have our eyes focused on someone else. And Sharon, that will cause our heart to waver on having a hunger for spiritual things. Because we will always be comparing ourselves, and we will become so occupied that the priority of the instructions that we get for the calling that we have in our life will simply diminish. Okay, so in order to grow in Christ, we need the nourishment of His Word to give us the instruction required for growth. 
And that's why mentoring matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.